Well, lads, how we doing? And welcome back to the Save Room Podcast with myself, Jason. I had a bit of a pause there, I don't know why. I think I'm forgetting my own name. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, we get old. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Well, so lads, I am joined today by John, also known as Tall John. And we've got Kieran Colhan. Both are from Bad Rep. And I managed to get them like three days before the siege, which is absolutely fantastic. And the siege of Limerick is going to be a brilliant day for everybody. There is never a day that it's never packed to the nines. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's always yeah, full. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're blessed with a good crowd every year. Yeah. Always, every we're always, we're always nervous that it won't be. Yeah. But, uh, positive thinking, positive thinking. Yeah, well, with with the reputation that you have, you know, for being like one of the biggest groups to hold that event, mm. I'm not too surprised like that everyone that comes in, they're going to pack it on anyway because like you're just bobbing and weaving through swarms of people just to hear the next band. Mm, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, the layout of Dolan's helps us a lot <clears throat> in that regard because it is, even with a crowd, there is a natural kind of flow definitely around the stages that you can get in and mm. the, with the warehouse having like two or three ways of getting into it uh, does help so you can get some vantage point of a band in there. Yeah, uh, especially now with the uh, like uh, since COVID, they've um, they've like uh, changed some of the layout in Dolan's. I think it's even it's even better than it was mm. before for us because like the upstairs terrace area is massive, so there's more of a kind of a hangout area. And then in the warehouse, the balcony is, uh, has been kind of uh, extended out in all areas, so it kind of gives people a bit more a bit more room up there to go watch the bands and I think from people on stage's perspective it's going to be a bit more of a almost a 3D experience you know they can see kind of bodies everywhere like so it's mm-hmm. going to be it's going to be good even with the expansion that just means like from what I can see anyway just like more people to be able to get in there uh, yeah, technically the capacity is the, the same, same, but uh, because of like fire exits and stuff. Yeah, but uh, for the crowd that is in there, it's a bit more spacious for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So a large part of Irish audiences is just meeting for for metal is just meeting your friends. So, um, the issues we'd had in the past where like the social areas would have got too clogged and like they were uncomfortable, but now like there's a ridiculous amount of social areas so you don't have to talk in at the bands you can go yeah, and yeah, yeah, in yeah. so uh, like uh, uh, you've got plenty of room to go out and chat without yeah. having to be uh, standing at the back uh, yeah, in the yeah. middle of the band <laughs> yeah that's that's handy out though it's cool. um, for people that don't know about the siege if you can give them all like a bit of a backstory into how it started um, so the Siege is 26 editions old This one is going to be the 26th edition Oh nice um, So we had our 25th one there at Easter And we did like two days It was class um, It started in Baker Place uh, 2009 Yes I'm right in saying that Yeah perfect I'm right I, I, I forget I always forget Yeah 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 um, <laughs> it's all blended It started in. by accident um, uh, Because we overbooked For a Sunday uh, A bank holiday Sunday And then we are like We just went with it And Yeah um, We said we'd add a second stage To take some of the overflow And then yeah. we were like Well we could book more bands now That we're running two stages So we were like Oh sure we'll You know we'll make a bit, a bit of a thing Out of it And uh um, it went well and kind of snowballed from there really Yeah We did four in Bakers um, We did one out in UL Because we were Made homeless in Bakers Closed down abruptly <laughs> um, And then we've been in Dolan's Den Since the Sixth edition Yeah Right up until now Like and Hopefully they'll keep us <laughs> I um, think I think we're still A good standing there I think Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Like the Dolan's was the making of it Expanding um, Before then it had a kind of a, a large local gathering and a large local draw and a large national draw. And now we still have those, uh, but we also have an international draw as well. So people do fly in for it. Mm. Um, there, there's, there's, I've mentioned him a few times and I'm sure he's going to become a celebrity, but there's a lad from Japan that comes over because he lived in Limerick a few years ago. And he comes over once a year for it. Um, so I don't know if he's coming to this one. I am always just excited if he arrives at the merch stand. Uh, because he comes over just for it, like so. That's that's crazy it's though. But pretty, it's, it's pretty nice at trek. the same time because it has that it has that particular reach. Mm, mm. Do you know, even with even with international acts as well. Like yeah, maybe it, it, it is the the addition of those <clears throat> bands when we started adding more international acts. Mm. Um, you you do get noticed and pinged a bit more online when you say, "Oh, this band's playing here." And plus, we're we're generally 
making headliners of bands that are underground. They they are underground, but they're they. They, they, if they were at a big festival, they wouldn't be the headliner. Let's just be that. Mm-hmm. So, but we're we're giving them the the headline slot because we know they're that they they're a big draw. They'll uh, they they'll, they'll they'll bring the shit. I suppose is what what yeah. the the cool way of putting it. I guess um, this one is interesting because uh, Memorium uh, are the headliners and they feature former members of Boltrower and I'd be a huge Boltrower fan. We had them a few years ago just play a regular show and we've been trying to get them back. So this, yeah, is, this be, is perfect. We, 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 we've been uh, very interested in bringing them back um, ever since, pretty much since since they formed. And then we, like, when we had them over, we got on well with them. They got on well with, like, the bands that they were playing with and stuff. So it's nice to have them over here. Uh, they for, love their stuff. The yeah. <laughs> I think, they're, I think they're, they're pretty much, like, the perfect kind of fit for the, like what we go for in our festival mm. I remember it was the one in 2014 and Modesty made me a lawyer oh yeah <laughs> I had performed and right after they were done someone I remember saying to myself I wonder do they get any new metal bands so I walked up to you yeah. and you just goes I don't have a Fred Durst complex man I'm sorry <laughs> uh, 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 we have had new metal bands at it yeah um, and new metal is having a bit of a, a, a resurgence, Definitely I guess. Definitely having a resurgence, yeah. yeah. At the moment. Uh, so there is a lot of bands that, I, I, whether they want to be in that category, are being put in that category. Um, I know a lot of post-hardcore bands are, I'm like, no, that, that's just new metal. That's not post-hardcore. <laughs> um, they're just trying to change the wording, I guess. Uh, like, I think new metal is an interesting one because uh, if... I, I have nothing against it. If it wasn't for it, I wouldn't be here. Uh, yeah. Like it's, it was the genre of music that introduced me to, to heavier music. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the same. And I think a lot of people diss it, forgetting that they probably started by listening to it. And I've, I've no problems every now and again. If a new metal comes on, I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool. Yeah. And I think that even if like, for a while it was uncool that enough time has passed that you can get it like you know we're all older now we can uh, yeah. <laughs> if we you know we can go oh I actually used to dig this song you know, you, you know yeah, it's like yeah. you know we have enough confidence to say like you know like oh I actually like some of that stuff that's cool like yeah do, do you do you feel alienated uh, Jason as a new metal fan or do you feel like there is you have a good uh, kind of community in Ireland of new metal fans um, I'm going to be honest there's days there that I would feel alienated but over time I was like you know what I just don't care yeah. music is music in my eyes but even from the way I'm dressed now like it's like yeah you are the biggest holdout ever and look what happened <laughs> yeah oh, fair play No, stick with it man yeah. do you that's, that's important but no like Joe I've gotten a lot of appreciation from people to say look you're sticking to your guns we're proud of you and I wouldn't really change that but at the same time I am a very open-minded individual because if I wasn't, you wouldn't see me at Siege. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there's a good mix of genres at the Siege. Like there is definitely yeah. sure. I see you've got that old words that burn tattoo on your on your yeah. hand there. Like, and they they would skirt in the new metal direction uh, for sure. And oh, definitely. I think yeah. they, they 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 embrace that as well, and they 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 put on one hell of a show. So, oh yeah, like it's great to see Irish bands like that getting international recognition now as well. So, Especially yeah, since cool. they opened up for the likes of Wage War and everything, and mm. Beartooth at the time, and like they were one of the, I think they were one of the opening acts in 2015. Mm. Um, and when I seen them, I was like, these guys are absolutely brilliant. Yeah, they're 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 high energy show. Now, like I think a lot of other genres could learn from uh, new metal because I suppose they they are high energy, and some other genres can be. Some mm. other bands can be particularly lazy, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which is never a good thing. So. But like, even even in terms of what ye bring to the table with all the bands that you get, like, there's even if it's if it's Doom or like Sludge, ye ye, ye still kind of maintain that you have this diverse selection within that, and you know it it does draw a crowd and it it kind of caters to what other people like as well. So there's a lot there's a lot of options there for everybody. I think that's something that we. We place a lot of importance on definitely is that uh like when we're when we're um making the lineup that we try and make sure that we cater to uh, like 
there's, there's a couple of different things we look at. You know, obviously we look at genre and stuff. So we don't want to like have it too loaded in, in on one genre. We want to make sure everything's a little bit represented. We also think about things like um, where the bands are from, geography wise and stuff. So like you know, we don't want it to be. 15 Limerick bands and then a couple of headliners or whatever so we try to make sure that like all the bands from like your bands from Cork Galway Dublin around the country definitely Belfast and stuff like that we want to make sure that like you know that uh, there's something of a draw for everybody really like you know both like and, and that it's interesting trying to make sure as well that we don't have like too many repeats and stuff so like you know we generally if a band plays one we wouldn't have them play the next one so then like you know you find sometimes then you'd be like oh geez we've kind of uh you know for example there's kind of a lot of sludgy bands from Galway kind of mm. at the moment so they're it's hard to kind of keep the diversity there with stuff like that you know like um yeah, we just try and make sure that like there's a good variety and that it's constantly mixed up. We also try and mix up the stages then that the bands have played so that like, for example, that it's not always like let's say that it's not Zalakult always on in the warehouse. That like they'll do warehouse, then they might do the cads by the next time. What you know, we just try and mix it up so that uh, each siege um, remains different and that people then have specific memories of that edition of the siege rather than it all just kind of blurring into one. Mm. You know, that's, that's the way I look at it anyway. It's a good way to have it though. Mm. Really good way to have it because, John, it suits me just fine anyway. Joe, I've yeah, never complained. It, it allows you to discover new bands or and see your favourites at, yeah. at any given siege. Mm. It's, like the siege has evolved beyond it being just us. Like is in it's an institution in itself and people... Uh, like pe- people are going to come because they know exactly what they're going to get and I think what's going to be interesting about the next one is coming is because we had like two years of lockdown and then we had to do I suppose a different version of the siege where we had to pay in mm. this is the first one where it's free in and I do think we're going to get a whole new crowd of, of fans uh, that are coming to the siege for the first time which is a lovely thing to see um, it does give me a certain amount of nerves oh, big <laughs> but, time. Uh, yeah there's certainly an element of fear there where you're like <laughs> yeah, please yeah. come <laughs> yeah yeah um, in, in, and and introducing the, the, the kind of family friendly thing again so like I remember my first gig I remember my first metal gig I was 16 and I think it's very important to for live music in general that we don't just make it an over 18 thing like as in fans you're a fan of music from very young and you should have an opportunity to see live music from yeah. a reasonable age. And if even if there's kids coming in with their parents and stuff, I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, mm. And anyone that begrudges that will get a very stern warning. Yeah, stern look from me. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's something that we definitely, even though we had to do the other editions with, like as John said, with ticketed and stuff, like it was something that we, we constantly like uh, discussed was like, going back to the format that we're most familiar with, the freeing thing, the family friendly elements, because, you know, to us those are those are really important that mm-hmm. like we you know, uh people are given an opportunity to like have you know, get exposed to heavy metal, get like an impression made on them, so that like that way then, you know, we see it with like a lot of the people that yeah. were like, you know, have come up through the years that mm. like, you know, that they'd be like, Oh, one of my first gigs was for, like yeah. was a siege and oh the first band I saw was this band at this siege and like, you know, it's 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 a big there's 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 a there's a, also an other element that I only kind of thought about this morning. Uh, when there is like you know people with families there and stuff like that, there's a greater chance of that the average stage 20, 30, 40 year old won't get as drunk because they're like, there's kids around. <laughs> so they might last for the entire gig. <laughs> so they might last until the, the last band of the night so where that's our little gift yeah. to them. Like, because I, I guess people get excited. You're like, uh, metalheads get excited. You're kind of like a kid at Christmas at it. Yeah. And you can overdo it on the pints and be by four o'clock, you'll be out like, you'll be like twisted and need to leave. Like we so definitely least, see people at like, yo. Know, one o'clock, the bar opens and someone's like, two Jaeger, please. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. no. Don't start like that. It's a long, it's a long road. <laughs> yeah. The day's only just begun. Give yeah. it a while. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of when you were doing the Take It In events, um, mm. that was something I, like, and a lot of us understood that because like, okay, look, we had two years without it. They're making back what they lost. Nothing 
It wasn't necessarily about uh, money. It was actually not about money at all. Yeah. So the first one was all, to yeah. do with restrictions and needing to be ticketed. You oh, needed yeah. to have that. And the second one was um, when like, we were still in the midst of COVID restrictions and you had to kind of know how many people were in a building exactly. Um, now and that's all All those restrictions are gone. So and like with the first one, it was important to us because like if we made it free in... And then, like, yeah, we were uh, definitely rolling with the punches as uh, per the rules that were changing all the time and everything. So, like, in order to be able to contact people and everything, it had to be ticketed as a means for us to be able to, like, if anything changed, that we'd be able to uh, contact everybody that had a ticket and then either, like, change the rules Mm. or even, like... If if it had to be postponed or cancelled or anything, that we'd be able to, like, refund them and all that. Because, you know, people... People were making plans, like even like mm. we were getting emails constantly from people uh, asking, like, "Oh, is it definitely going ahead? I've already booked a hotel." People, you know, people were very yeah, yeah. I know, know. Even up to the week of that one, we were like, oh, "This could, this could collapse at any time." Yeah, like we were we were listening to every government announcement and trying to pick apart the cryptic nature of them, saying, "Okay, so can we go ahead? Can we can we not go ahead?" Yeah, what like there's this new line in the rules. Does yeah. that mean we could interpret it like this, or do we have to interpret it like that? There was a lot of kind of uh, yeah stressful meetings. The, 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 recep- the reception for that was good, but there was still like people need a direction for frustration and anger. So we got more than we normally do. Uh, like sassy comments is the way yeah. I'll put it. And yeah. you're like, no, we just want to put on a show and we're going to have to do it whatever way we're allowed. We don't want it to be shut down. But people we are got, like, oh, we I can't got, believe we, you're going we, ahead with it. Yeah, we got, crit- we, we, we got criticised uh, on social media a little bit for some of that stuff. Like, you know, there was people saying that because we were running a ticketed event and like there was mm-hmm. rules that had to be followed in terms of like, you know, yeah. social distancing and stuff. Like people were telling us that we were, you know... Part of some part sort of, of some global, global elite. Global, yeah. We were, shoes, lizard, we yeah. were lizard people or <laughs> yeah. something. Oh, yeah, and uh, I was like, wow, they're really overthinking this. So they are yeah. really overthinking this. And I was like, try just underthink it for a minute. We haven't had any live music in two years. We're just trying capacity. to run a show. We just want to put on a show. <laughs> yeah. And that was... There was no oh, other the, logic <laughs> behind it. And we're like, how can we put on a show? Grand, there's these restrictions. Would we rather them not have restrictions of course we would but we're like okay we'll, we'll roll with this and I, w- I wasn't buying into the thing like and people were saying oh if you let them have these restrictions they'll bring them back would you stop overthinking things and stop being such a fucking you know tinfoil yeah, hat yeah yeah um, oh the conspiracy theorists yeah 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 uh, conspiracy theories are born out of boredom you know and then and the, we got a load of them just hurtled at us and we're yeah. like oh that's not true oh that's not true no, that, no that's not true you can I, believe it I was going to say I remember when the ticketed event was still going on even for the Easter Sunday one now the first one in October was brilliant because like mm. even before the, that siege had actually started like those tickets had sold out within the first half yeah. an hour yeah they went me quick. and some of the lads that I was up until like 5 in the morning I don't know why I was like they don't go on sale to temperature. Look, I get it anyway. <laughs> but I remember that there was someone after passing a comment on that page about another ticketed event in Easter Sunday. You were just like, "Can't you just be happy? It was free for so long." Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. like, and that's it. I think even that there was like, you know what? See, there's a reason I have respect for yourself, and a reason I have respect for everybody that is involved with bad rep and why the siege is the way it is because you you give it everything. You don't care what anyone else thinks, and. It's all. It's not. Ju- it's not for yourselves. It's for the people that can come and and appreciate it. Mm. That are literally there for the love of the music, and that even for the laugh as well. But even what's it? The days of Lexus. Mm. That was when we first met, and you know, even when you were DJing up there at the time, it was like, you know, what? there's a there's a lad I have a lot of respect for. Take me back. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, they heard, were great. I haven't heard Lexus reference in a while. Love, that's love a good one. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that was great crack. And yeah, it, uh, like I, that was that was my start. Like, yeah, doing that. Like, as in Kieran's start was putting on gigs, and we were like ships in the night passing each other at the start because he was putting on gigs after I was running like these DJ nights. Yeah, and. Uh, like it, uh, maybe two years later, we were like, hmm, it was actually our friend Shane that got us sitting around the table and went, we really all should be working together here rather than working apart. And I was like, yeah, so that's it. Yeah. Now the rest is history since then. But it's interesting you're saying like that we do like we don't that we we don't care what other people think and we move on. That you said that and like yeah, that that's true. Uh, I think there is a lot in the fact that we we took the risk. And every single one of these sieges, there there is a risk involved that, like, it could be the last one, it could be this. 
Yeah. And uh, people need to like appreciate that, that it's, it's not a given that it'll always happen. You it's, know, it's, yeah. some, it's something that I see, I see I'm see. i constantly seeing on like uh, social media and like you used to see it on like when forums were more of a thing. The amount of people that would be like, uh, I'll go to one down the line. I'll go to one. I'll go to the one in six months, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. And I, you know, I'll give this one a miss and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's it's it's never a given. Like you yeah, know, like yeah. even we don't take take it as a given. That's like because mm. oh, you just never know. Like that, we, that's why they're always a celebration for us. Like yeah. as in, there's a point in the evening when the stress kind of starts to abate a little bit. Where Kieran and I, we're, we like we 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 barely see each other all day. We kind of talk on walkie talkies. We see the, he sees the top of my head going one way. Yeah, I see yeah. the top John, of his head John, going John. another way. <laughs> yeah. um, and everyone's always like, "Oh, why are you so stressed today?" I was like, "Well, there's like thirty bands, and they're all looking for answers from either me or Kieran." So yeah, yeah. you know that like, that can be a much. And then you have the, just the general public, uh, <laughs> but it's lovely. Like and like, there's a point in the evening where Kieran and I just kind of go, "Ah, oh, yes." We're there. We're yeah. there. We're grand. And like that's that I, I, I live for that moment. It happens at every siege. We get like maybe fifteen minutes. We get, we'll like a get pint to, together. Get to crack a beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just the come down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our party, our well I start quite late in the day, so when everyone else is like hit their peak, I'm only starting. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, definitely can't wait for this one anyway, because Maybe, I know yeah. that's one of the one of the local bands, War of Attrition, are playing. Yeah, and they're like I think they started during maybe the first or second lockdown. Now I can't remember, but for a band that started in the lockdown, they've garnered a lot of attention. I have a lot of respect for those guys. I was yeah. just um, saying to a friend there, they have gigged more than any Limerick band. They've done more gigs than all Limerick bands, I think, together in the last two years. Yeah. So I have a lot of respect for, for the grafter button in. Um, I think they themselves are saying they're still kind of trying to find their exact sound, uh, which is fine. I don't think that's a... Oh I yeah, that's a... I think they'll find it. That's a never-ending thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but they're definitely... They're definitely making strides in the right direction, which is great. And they're they're lovely lads. They're yeah, lovely. they are really nice and they... Um, uh, like, uh, they're always like... Uh, like really appreciative when we give them a show and they're like really helpful and stuff like they're nice yeah. and like uh, you know d- those lads go to gigs as that's well exactly which, we, which, say, which yeah. we notice you know which is something that uh, like you never mind giving a band a gig when they're like supporting all the other you know you see them at other other band shows and stuff whereas like it's it's, it's, it's something that uh, it took it took a while for some bands like you know it was when we started, like mm. like it used to be very separate. Like you would see guys from this at a, from a band just at their show, and we had to start telling people from like you know we, like the guys on the local bands would be like, look, like if you don't go to other shows, then like no one's going to go to your show. So like you all need to start going to each other shows, and like those guys, like they just started did. You know, they've just been showing up the whole mm. time. Like it's great to see. Mm. Like the, the the unwritten rule, well, it's not even unwritten, but is that if you're in a support band, you stay to watch the other bands, and like you don't just play and feck off. There, there's an old older Irish contingent that don't watch other bands, and that doesn't fly as much anymore. You do see it, mm. like you you do see the culture changing around it a small bit, but it is slow. Um, and it, I like I'm very for, I'm very much for the idea that if you're playing on a bill you give the respect and you watch all the other bands on the bill and if you all can't then one of you must at least stay to yeah. watch them like, you yeah know. that's it's very important um, it's very important because it, 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 people notice that and you get offered gigs based on that and that would be my advice to any band don't just play and feck off because you literally will notice that you're not getting inboxes. It might you might get the flurry for a year and you might have good crowds for a year but once friends and family stop going to your shows you are relying on a fan base so you'll have to have garnered a fan base and the only way you garner a fan base is by grafting button gigs doing support slots and you know getting a name for yourself with the other bands in the circuit so they're like oh they're sound yeah they're good um, they're nice guys they hang around all that sort of stuff and that sort of culture uh, is is prospering in certain mm. circles but there, there is definitely a few bands that are slow to buy into yeah, it. Yeah, and the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the interesting thing, uh, like for me, because I, you know, obviously I play in bands as well as like promote and stuff. And uh, for me, the networking is part of the fun of it. Like, mm, you know, yeah, like, the, like yeah. you know, the staying on, watching the other bands. I enjoy watching other bands. That's why I 
do that's why we do all that mm. stuff and uh, like you know then when the show is over between men's and all that like talking to the other guys shooting the shit like you know having a like you know just like establishing friendships with people and like you know these are some yeah. of the people then that like there's bands that like you know I was seen 10 years ago uh, for the first time and some of them are like dear friends of mine now and stuff like, you know, the, and that comes from like, you know, staying and watching them and then like, you know, talking to them afterwards and getting drunk together and <laughs> then, you know, oh, we should play again. Oh man, we're playing, we're booking a show in our hometown. Boom, you know, you get another show out of playing with them or whatever, you know, but like, you know, you don't go in with that mentality that like oh I have to get a gig out of playing this gig but like it just kind of happens organically just through like being present at the at the shows yeah. like you know yeah like the, the Siege is the heavy metal AGM as well like, yeah. you notice that there's a lot of networking going on there's yeah, bands planning sure. tours together and even with the I suppose the rise of podcasts and stuff like that you do see the podcasters like yourself making contacts like planning interviews planning stuff like that so like it, it the the networking part of the siege is is hugely important. It's very for, important for, for yeah. the yeah. scene. Like, uh, like I'd say, there's been a million EPs recorded on the back of the siege. There's been two, uh, a few thousand tours booked, and there's been lifelong friendships made, which is probably like it's not the nicest thing ever. Yeah. Oh look, all happiness Hold and smiles. <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah, like, but it's it's good to, it's good to see that growth as well. Mm. Very good to see that growth, especially. Especially here in Limerick, because like, um, as you were saying, going back to like, say if the support band was already on and someone sticks around, someone in that band or the band in general just stick around to see the next act. Mm. There's a great deal of dedication in that. It, it actually shows that you're serious about what you want to do. And it shows that like, look, I'm not fucking about. This is what I want to do. I'm going to st- stick to my guns here and watch the next band. Mm. And like, that is a very good thing, but... Joy always did see him kind of stick around. I was thinking, oh, they're probably going to go home after this. But like, no, they stuck around, which was a rule I was never really, uh, how should I put it? I didn't really, I wasn't knowledgeable of, but mm. until now. So it is really nice to see. And it's going to be, it's going to, it's only going to get a lot better for bands that do that because it means, it means more for them, but it means a lot more to the people that they're going to see. And Yeah. It's just going to be another. It's just a fine example of what can happen and what can be done for these bands. Yeah, know? yeah. Like I, I don't think I, I'm beyond the idea that heavy metal is this huge hands across America community that everyone loves each other. And like I would have purported that at one point years ago, even though I didn't believe it. But I do think that even if you're like uh, you don't like the genre of music or you don't like what the band is doing, there has to be a level of respect uh, for, um, you know, that you're on the same circuit, that you're dealing with the same promoters, that you're trying to appeal to, I suppose, the largest, the larger demographic of heavy metalers. Mm. Um, and that you, you're, you're, you're not trying to be win like Miss Congeniality uh, competition with your band. And to a certain degree, because we meet a lot of bands, you can tell when a band has been overly friendly and fake. So like we're not looking to maybe be friends with all these people. We just want a kind of a level of respect and a level of professionalism between. Then that that goes both ways. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think that's that that's starting to be fostered a bit better in the in the Irish metal scene. I think the Irish metal scene was a little bit about the miscongeniality contest where everyone was trying to be the most popular band. Um, and then behind each other's backs were like, they're gone, they're shite, they're pure shite. But <laughs> I think now there is a kind of a little bit more of the idea say, okay, I mightn't like what they're doing, but I'm going to, you know, support them uh, by like, if they if they say, okay, will you support us on this tour? Well, that, that's beneficial to us and it's beneficial to them. Kind of gone a roundabout way there saying that, you know, that the support, I, the idea of supporting bands has changed from, oh, these are my friends' bands. You know, and these are the only bands I like. I think it's better to kind of have a broader ear and a broader, um, I suppose, idea of what it is the metal community is. It was a very rambly answer. I apologise. <laughs> kind of have an open mind to it. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Jason. You've summarised it there. It took me it took me four minutes, but just have an open mind. I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I try, <laughs> but um, what was I going to say, G? Joel, even outside of the siege, Joel, you've booked like 
international acts as mm. well that would have been that are very well known. Like recently, you had um, Doyle. Yeah, legend. Yeah, yeah, and like never thought in a million years I'd ever see him. I I, I was saying to um, uh, like a lot of people like in the last while that like I think the last like the last year of shows that we've had has been it's 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 been insane like it's been crazy like for for the, yeah. for for uh, city the size of Limerick like we've been we've been pulling in really good names the the shows for the most part have been pretty well attended as well mm, like i mean yeah. they've been they've been successful and um like you know we've we 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 had a we had a nice diverse like uh uh array of bands but it, like a uh, like it was, it's very strong we had like decapitated Maguire, emma rundle crow mags uh we just had um one of the ramones we had Which a misfit ramones? um like there's there's lots of other ones I'm forgetting even like uh it's just been it's just been fantastic yeah. uh just to have so many really good bands and just to be able to do that we were running because of like covid as well uh there was a lot of rescheduled gigs so we were probably I think John would agree running more shows than we would have intended mm. like with all the rebookings and stuff coming in so like there was a, there was a, a period there where we ran one a week. Nearly. It was basically one a week <laughs> and they were all warehouse level shows from, yeah. uh, I think it was from the end of February until August. They yeah, were, every yeah. show was a warehouse there show. Was two, there was two a month from February to the end of August and then there was, uh, there was, a, there was a period in September as well where we were flying as well. Yeah. It's it's only, this, the siege now it kind of calms down a bit then but we've got it, we're, we're fairly full on for next year again as well which is beautiful. Like Good. Um yeah, it's great. We but we need to realize that we're like a small city, and I do think the amount of shows we had this year was pushing the capacity to breaking point to the yeah. sense that like we were oversaturated. We were, we were over. We were competing against ourselves exactly for, for audience uh, because there was it was like okay they mightn't come to this show, but they'll come to this show. They're both our shows. Um, so I like look. We couldn't plan for that. They were all COVID rebooks. Contracts were signed. We have to take the COVID rebooks. Like so. Um, and, when, and also with like stuff like that, we kind of wanted to make sure that, like, you know, we wanted to have these bands play. Yeah, so, like, you know, yeah. We, we we did everything we could to like make it all happen and stuff. So, like, I'm glad that so many like you know those like people in the crowd who like we would talk to gig after gig who they they said. I said during COVID that I go to every gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, "You're calling me on it." Yeah, <laughs> my bank account is really sore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, it was tough. Uh, I like, I, I fully respect the fact that people couldn't make it to all those shows. I, there was too many. There was too many. Uh, but it was, it was great. Like it's like, like now we're looking back at it, going, "Wow, we had this many." diverse acts coming through and it gives us a good scope of what uh, genres are more popular than other genres in Limerick uh, like look uh, I've, I've on record in the past as saying Limerick is a death metal town but I, I'll, I'll it, it does death metal does better here than a lot of other genres yeah um, I mean like Napalm that's all that yeah, stuff you know, we've Napalm had, Death Maguire well, did well that's more on the black metal side but death metal black metal I think one of the one of the best shows I ever seen you put on and it was in 2019 now this is pre-pandemic and it was a mana, a mana I loved, loved that show. Yeah, oh, that's that's our our diamond in our crown at the moment. So, like, I knew about Behemoth, but like, I was never really big into him. So when I went to see, I was like, John, I'll give him a chance. You're a big Satanist now, are you? Let's see what the former mayor of the city has to say. But when I went to see him, I was like, they actually put on a good show, and that just led me down listening to him. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all about their sheer performance it's amazing they're a live band spectacle like as in them watching them prep for the hour before they went on stage was amazing it was they, they were all in this zone they all had a corner of it was a huge green room they had and they all were in a corner they're all getting in the zone uh, Nurgle does a whole vocal thing he does a whole thing with oxygen he does this whole thing to get ready and like you can't talk to him during it and uh, like they, they really really get in the zone and then they do like a, like almost like a football team huddle and ah oh yeah, they're 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 a slick slick operation. Their yeah. their crew are called the Wolf Pack, and they're exactly like that. They're they're they everything is by by you have to do it this way by this time, and everything happens to like to almost rhythmic. Um, so it was it was really interesting to watch. Mm. And uh, Amon and Mark were were similar, absolutely sound they were gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of funny because at the after party, uh, most of them on Amon and Mark, Barry Johan were inside in the front bar, and I was talking to them. 
and a few people came up talking to me, not realizing I was talking to Amon and Mark because they had like they had hoodies, that, that, their hoods up. That is one of the funny things with that show <laughs> was that like people people didn't know because of like you know the guys have like such a big production and all that. Like people didn't know who the people were yeah, when yeah. they weren't on stage. Like yeah, you know, like the like a couple of Polish guys walk into the bar and you're like, "There's Behemoth there now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good though. Like even like there was another big one that you done. And I, I can't forget this one, P.O.D. Yeah, I thought you were going to pick that because it was the new metal one. Yeah. That's 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 that actually a, one of that, my favourite shows same, we've ever yeah. done. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 I loved it. It was great. Like, uh, uh, I, I talk about it a bit where one of my favourite like gig moments ever, like, and I do live sound for a living, so I'm outside of metal. I do an awful lot of shows and uh, I probably do four or five gigs a week. But uh, one of my favourite memories of all like through any gig that I've ever worked on was uh, watching Alien Ant Farm sound checking oh. at that so they were they were playing movies which like a song I really really like and uh, I was sitting in the warehouse I was the only person on the floor of the warehouse and I was like watching him I was like kind of singing along and uh, the singer noticed me so he walked down the steps and he put uh, he uh, stood beside me put his arm over my shoulder and was singing the South South South, 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 South. I was like 14 year old would not like me would not believe if I told him this oh you know someday you're going to be standing there and oh, you're going to get was, a private show they well. were so nice they were really they were all nice, nice. all of the yeah. lads were, were really sound um, really easy to talk to we find that with the American bands the, a lot of the American bands they are unbelievably accommodating and delighted to be there. Very friendly, um, yeah. Like Cannibal Corpse, nicest guys you'll ever meet. They were so lovely. Um, and POD, much the same. Yeah. Blackstone Cherry, when we had them, like they're huge. They play arenas. Well, all those bands we just mentioned play arenas. Uh, but like they, they love a club show as well. And they, they, were, they were really, really down to earth. Um, had the had the cringiest merch ever though I saw a Black Sun Cherry they had a green uh, t-shirt with a shamrock on it uh, that had all the cities they were playing and it was Black Sun Cherry written in this kind of really garish Irish font Irish font yeah uh, but I was like oh, I'm getting that just for the laugh I've never worn it <laughs> uh, it, it just, it just I'm sure they sold like hotcakes oh well, they did yeah, yeah 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 Memorium at this siege have a tricolour uh, print they have. I, it'll sell. It's. It's. I was like, wow. This is nobody's. Why is nobody thought of this? <laughs> so it says Siege of Limerick on the back of it and Memorial Blood the date, and it's the front of it is like a tricolor kind of army scene. Oh um, no way! I think it'll sell. It's cool. Yeah. Cool. I'd have to yeah. look up for that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Feeling patriotic. There you go. Yeah, indeed. No, POD was brilliant. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say, I, I still, have it, still have it on my phone. God bless him, the lad that got the lyrics wrong to uh, Youth of a Nation. Would you remember oh. that part? Oh, I love that. They dropped the mic down to him and he, he, went, he went, went into the chorus and like, oh, he was so far off. And your man just grabbed the mic back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, a good memory of you, Jason, is when we put on that new metal tribute uh, a few years ago and you got to uh, live out your Fred Durst fantasies. Oh, and, yes. Uh, you, got to, you got to sing, was it break stuff? Yeah, yeah, you got to sing. I was going to go for the second verse, and I was just like, "Man, we're just going to let you sing the whole thing." Yeah, you did the <laughs> whole thing, man. Yeah, yeah, you did a good job as well. That yeah. guilty pleasures was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'd love yeah. to see them come back because I think they're done. I don't yeah, know if they're doing anymore. They yeah. Shame. Yeah, because I remember I met their bass player at the. It was the Guns and Roses tribute going on just mm. there, St Stephen's Day, just before twenty eighteen. He was like, "Look." Next time we're back down, we'll pull you up for a few sets. I was like, nice one. But they, might, they might come back, but they're not doing... They, they got together as a charity band initially mm. and they haven't done that in a while. I'm, like, I'm sure we could tempt them to do something, but they might be able to practice. Mm. I think Sean from... Sean Frail, yeah. Yeah, he, he was involved with them. He might... Uh, he, he could be our aid. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to do that again. That, that was great. Super nice guy. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of Sean, like the unfortunate business with our June is I, which kind of... The unfortunate business. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, they, yeah. That 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 seemed to go a bit squirrely for like the, the way, like the the way they the way they kind of uh, ended up. Um, it seemed like it, it kind of came out of nowhere, but uh, they like you know, and they had that whole like you know, they had like two separate statements from the band <laughs> kind of a thing, and like all this. It was a bit. It was it was all a bit um, unfortunate, really, because like uh, they're really they're all really nice guys, and they were a really good band. And band that we were, yeah, like, you know, we we like we given them a couple of gigs and gave them a stream and stuff because we we thought they were really good. Mm. So uh, we'd be good was, enough friends with, with John. Um, uh, uh, we've I suppose uh, Kieran's Black Sabbath tribute have played in Cove, which is a gas out spot. Yeah. Um, 
and kind of since then they've been up and down. He's, uh, Sean is the Pantera tribute as well. Yeah, and his brother Aaron is in was in Bolt. And mm. uh, I, I do think he'll st- they're, they're they're planning to start another original band. Aren't I'd they? say so. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, um, just from talking to the lads, they said that there was a there was a material that was worked on and uh, they had put time into mm. it. So I think uh, you know, uh, at the very least, that that stuff might see the light of day in you know, some kind of recorded output. But hopefully they put a new band together and, uh, you know, onwards mm. and upwards. Yeah. I think they announced that maybe two or three two or three days after our Jonah's Ice split. Now, it was on social media anyway. That's how I remember it. But I remember reading about it. I was like, oh, let's see what happens there anyway. That'll, yes. move, that'll move at Cork pace though. So <laughs> Cork pace is just slightly faster than Limerick pace. Uh, uh, when, you, when a band says they're going to release something in Limerick, it'll be two years Two time. years later. Uh, <laughs> Aren't you board's case? About five years later. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So the court pace is slightly faster. Yeah. I was actually saying to Kieran Novo, Shard Barnes, since you mentioned them, um, I actually knew their drummer through a friend in Patrick's Well. Oh, cool. Right. Um, I, we were like 17, 18 when we met. Now, I only ever spoke to him when he was down in Patrick's Well, but other than that, it's like, well, Ben, how are you doing? And we just walk on. Nice. One of the best drummers in Ireland. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. the world. Uh, yeah, I remember. He has the Enigma division now as well. He's uh, um, been the he's the lead vocalist on that stuff as well. Oh, savage! Yeah. Oh, his own cool. personal so project. Isn't it's um, Connor McGoran from Zeret. Okay. It's his it's his project with okay, Ben. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so uh, cool. they have uh, big things in the in the pipeline. Big things coming. Big things coming. Yeah, you know it, baby. Uh, oh. <laughs> the classic. Yeah. Big things coming. Yeah. yeah. At least, at least Radio silence. <laughs> announcement tomorrow. No announcement tomorrow. No, it's it, like like every other band I see, and you don't see nothing for months or years. At times, just says, "Watch this space," and you never hear anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love when I see a band and it says new EP, like and it'll be like four years ago, twenty 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 eighteen, new EP coming out, and that never came out. But they haven't updated their bio. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been guilty of all of these things. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I enjoy all those Irishisms. Uh, yeah. Um, have you ever had any really big issues with Siege? Everyone always wants to hear the bad shit, man. I, oh, like, I, I, no, I love it, but uh, <laughs> it's like they always want the drama. And I said, like, uh, have we had big issues? We we're we're approaching one now. Like budget wise, for me, the Siege is getting harder to do as a free event. It's it, hand on heart. Like, there's a cost of living crisis here that that trickles out it, across it, all. Yeah. Of, so like like, we're, like fifty quid petrol money isn't what it used to be. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like fifty ferries. quid doesn't take a yeah. Ferries are what like double or more yeah. than double what they yeah. used to be. Uh, hotels have gotten insane. Like I mean, like it's like there's no such thing as a cheap hotel room like no, anymore. Like no. like it's like it's a huge problem because like if you're bringing a band over, like I mean flights. Flights are one thing, but then, like you know, logistically, that doesn't always work out. So, like, it's it's tough. But like, if you're bringing a band over, like you know, they need somewhere to stay. They have to be fed. They have to be watered. All costs money. Mm. It's just getting harder. It, that, that's getting tougher, and it's like, and I suppose it's the Dolan support us massively in that regard. But we we really have to watch. Like this one has taught me a lot of lessons about how I'll be approaching the next ones um, uh, financially and stuff like that. Because oh, it's been, I've been sweating over the over the calculator a few hours for, for the last few weeks trying to make this one work. Um, but other than that, like is in the financial side of things, have we had any huge issues? Look, there's always going to be a bit of a, a Mariah Carey moment from somebody. Mm. Like you know, there there's there's certain personalities um, that don't respond well to. Uh, I suppose the, the, authority. Int- the, the intensity <laughs> of the siege uh, can bring out some characters' true selves. Uh, so it's like the start of a Marvel movie, um, <laughs> uh, and like that can because we we we're kind of I saw seasoned at this now. So uh, what I the way I'll put it bluntly is we don't suffer like fools or you know being tre- treated yeah. anyway. Uh, badly, if like, and now if we've done something wrong, yeah, of course, like, of course, that's fine. So like, over over the years, it's been one or two, but I, like that's that's it's been generally what it's been yeah. very like. I mean, I always I always say that like ninety nine percent of the people that we deal with are 
like gentlemen, legends, uh, like just the nicest people, easy going. But there's always that one. There's always that one in a hundred that throws a spanner in the works. You get yeah. a you get a guy in a you know we've we've had guys in bands who are like way down the bill who. Think yeah. that they like they think that they should be running the show and mm. that they have their idea of how things work. Like I remember a guy from I can't remember specifically what the band was, but um, they were a band. I think they were either I think they were Spanish, and uh, so there was a bit of a language barrier there. But your man, um, like every two minutes we'd run off. We'd like we we'd get somebody chasing either myself or John being like oh there's a band in the band room there they're uh, like in the gear room they're looking for you they have questions and stuff and we go there and it kept on being the same guy over and over and over mm. do you remember this guy yeah yeah it was a German was <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I remember there being some kind of a language barrier anyway but um <laughs> Like we That's think, the only time I really see you flip. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't think like is it, and people love hearing about that drama. It's juicy and stuff. And anytime we do have an issue, somebody's like, "Oh, tell us everything," and the popcorn comes out. <laughs> um, so, like, with that, like, very we, rare. You we see we it. can and kind of deal with most things now that come up. Um, but if a person's an arsehole, we won't we won't not tell them they're an arsehole. Like, it's basically like say, stop being an arsehole. And like at that one, it just took a few stern words, and they stopped then. Yeah, I mean, uh, the guy bought me a pint afterwards. Mm. Like, uh, like you know, so we were all friendly and everything. Mm. And like, you know, know they, they had a, a good one. He didn't buy me a pint. <laughs> you didn't make him cry. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, everyone's but again, like Googling German bands. I think I might have said it on a, a few years ago on another podcast who it was. So if you go back in time, you can find out. I know who it is, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> uh, but like they, were, they were, they were like they were nice after it. Like you yeah. said, like it was just it just. Uh, they just kept grabbing our attention, and like, it, like we we had to explain to him. We were like, dude, mm. there, I think it was like there was like thirty three bands or something at that festival. Yeah, and yeah. it was like I was like, if every band commanded this kind of attention from us, then like you know we wouldn't be able to do any. We wouldn't be able to make the festival run. I was like, your man was just freaking out about gear because I mean they were in a foreign country. They were having a. Uh, Yo, they were in an unfamiliar environment and like I guess your man just wanted to be assured that everything was going to be fine but you know we had like every like every 30 minutes we'd have somebody like hey does this guy looking for you you go down yeah, it's the same it was guy actually, like and then like, I thought you know, he was joking like, I yeah. actually thought it was like is he doing this on purpose for a laugh but uh, we gave him a bit of a start and talking to we, him because we both arrived great. in the banner at the same time I remember because it was kind of funny like I remember going this is kind of funny because we'd, we'd been going like tag back and forth into him and then he's like no no I'm looking for the other guy and I'm like oh <laughs> I'd go find him <laughs> and then we both arrived in and he had a translator this time do you remember it was yeah uh, it was an ace was an ace it? yeah and we're, like we were like we were both on the edge and uh, Kieran just went in and it was great I was like thankfully it just it, he stopped asking questions then I look back and actually kind of laugh at it now because there were so many banal questions. It was like, my God, why do you want me to just hold your hand? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, they're, they're, look, they, he bought you a pint afterwards, which yeah. you didn't realise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you did make him cry, so. But other than that, have we had any? No, very drunk people can be, like, sometimes some bands like Minding a Child uh, at the end because they're just like, you know, they've got two, they've played or they're here to support a band and they just go to the level of beyond drunk where it's like, incomparable kind of just not a bit standing is what they're at and kind of trying to deal with that can be from a promoter perspective can be kind of difficult we've had bands that don't want to collect their merch and we've also had bands that are like oh I don't want to bring the merch home so I'm just going to give it all away now that I haven't sold mm. and uh, <laughs> a few years ago Dark Matter who uh, I, I think they're on hiatus I'm not sure what they're doing don't mention it yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they, their uh, guitarist uh, own just he didn't want to take the box of CDs with him home. He's like, oh, I don't want to take this. So he started throwing CDs randomly over his head into the crowd. I was like, they're missiles only. He's like, it's grand, people will take them. I was like, don't think <laughs> you're literally lobbing CDs at people's heads. Um, and then the, the, the only one just gone and Genuflection, they did the same. Genuflection gave away about, I'd say, about 500 quids worth of merch. They were like, oh, we don't want to bring the T-shirts home. We don't want to bring the vinyls home either. So he just went around and said, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? I was like, this is generosity beyond belief. Can I just say, like, Genuflection and Ted, any band Tebs is in, 
Tebs is one of the kindest souls in music I've ever yeah. and my god he, he, he doesn't even want to get paid sometimes he's like oh no don't pay me you're like you're getting paid <laughs> <laughs> staple the money to your forehead if you want and all of his bands are excellent oh, they're all well. great yeah, yeah, really yeah, really yeah. good bands Ornish yeah. so there's Genuflection Ornish Grief Eater he's yeah, in Grief Eater Grief Eater as well yeah. yeah yeah they're all class bands Yeah, mm. he plays in Dot as well though. Dot yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. very yeah, good band probably missing one <laughs> Oh, it would probably be yeah, about three. Seven. <laughs> oh, but like, every band you've ever had put on a good show anyway. Whether it was downstairs or... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, every time I've been there, I have to say, there was never a dull moment. Okay. So, like, it's a siege anywhere for me. I'm just happy to be there. Who are you looking forward to seeing? Have you any? Have you done your little roster for the day? I'm going to be honest, our own local band, War of Attrition. Oh, seven. I'm actually yeah. very, very much so looking forward to them because I've seen them perform before. They always give a very good performance and they have great energy. And I have to say, Ocean McCormack, as a musician, is absolutely fantastic. Mm, yeah, he's brilliant, yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's very good, yeah. I like his style as well. Kind of dresses like a... a pirate. A pirate uh, <laughs> spaceman, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Stoner pirate. Stoner pirate. <laughs> get rid of the space thing. Stoner pirate. Uh... <laughs> Axel Rose and kind of thing going on, yeah, With yeah, the bandana and stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lovely fella. Yeah, he's great. Actually, there is another band, Raven Light. They're playing as well. Oh yeah, a bit of Raven Light are good, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, uh, they, they. I was really impressed with them. They played the Casbah. Before. They did, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was, yeah, I was very impressed. Mm. Um, I got introduced to their drummer two days before that siege mm. by a friend. We we met Mickey Martin. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna come down and see him, see what they're like. Because I didn't want to download anything until I heard them live first. Mm. I was like, they are unbelievable. So I just went off and downloaded them. They're still in my playlist today. Yeah, they're deadly, yeah. 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 So, anyway, lads, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thanks for having us. Everyone buy merch. (laughs) (laughs) So, here's a couple of of shout-outs before we go. One, first and foremost, and as always, thank you very much to Joey there in the back who's always recording these episodes. Joey, my guest shows would not be a fucking thing without you, and thank you so much. And remember, lads, the Siege of Limerick, October 30th, this Sunday. It's three days away. Do not fucking miss it, because I know I won't. This is Jason O'Donnell. This is the Save Room Podcast. This is John and Kieran. You've all been my listeners. Have a good day. Stay loving and stay safe, and peace out.